Since we've recorded, I think it's been six days. I'm sure everybody's just been distraught. I know that I have been. Right. <laughs> Me too. Um, so anyways, there's been a lot going on this week. Uh, we'll start with uh, your your weekend trip, and I'll, All I'll right. go with mine after that. So we went to Oregon this weekend. Well, Thursday, we left Thursday. Lou and uh, Eugene went down to the coast, uh, brought Colby. Colby was meeting a friend from his mission and we ended up hanging out with her we spent yeah th- thursday through sunday there she ended up getting baptized also and uh i mean that that was the reason why we had gone but and then what we did a bunch of other stuff went to rockaway beach went to cannon beach that place is just so cool that's awesome uh i mean this is uh this is an audio podcast for the time being but if this was a video podcast, I promise we would be inserting some of the photos that you guys took. It oh, yeah. It looks that'd be so cool. beautiful. That'd be cool. So you guys went in. You guys flew in Friday morning. Just got back about two and a half hours ago. Yeah, we, we flew in Thursday. No, wait. Friday. You're right. What am I talking about? We drove down. <laughs> yeah, drove down Thursday night. Yeah. Wow. That was a quick trip. It was. And just for our listeners out there that are trying to put this timeline together, it's Sunday night about 8 p.m. You know what, though? Honestly, I think about it now. I don't travel that often anyway, but if I want to get a few trips in quickly and see some stuff, I wouldn't mind doing that again, at least going Thursday till Sunday. It worked pretty good, especially if you, you know, you can get a cheaper airline sometimes if you fly closer. Oh, for sure. And there's so many beautiful places here on the western side of the country. Not that there's not on the east. I think the uh, East Coast better. is known for definitely having beautiful sites, but I think that there's so many here on the West Coast that you could go to for pretty cheap. We're better only because we are also the Western League, you know. Of course, you so. know that's the Diamondbacks are here. Right, we got just bowed it on the on the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff going actually. Yeah, and even though the Cardinals lost to the Bengals, pardon our terrible takes <laughs> <laughs> on on this game, but. Uh, Cardinals are still number one in the power rankings, uh, you know, in my book. I was going to say, what? <laughs> no, they're they're in the low 20s, but they're number one in my book. Uh, you got the Diamondbacks, of course, and then the Suns. I mean, they should be number one in everyone's book. I don't know who doesn't have them as number one. They actually won Vegas. their – Vegas, just joking. Well, they I had a preseason know. game. First preseason really? game was today. They won uh, by like four points, I think. It was like 130 to 126 or something like that. But, who who do we play? Uh, Detroit Pistons. All right. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll go into my weekend just a little bit. Yeah. It was a pretty surreal surreal weekend for myself here. My wife and I went down to uh, the Valley, Phoenix, Arizona. Dropped our kid off with uh, Jason and Chris Lyman. I don't know if our listeners know who they are, but they're good pretty, people. They're pretty famous. Good people. Oh. I mean, you know, they're okay. Moderately, but I, I don't want to ruin his image. Right. A little bit of a smell. <laughs> um, so, no, we, we took Jack over to their house, and we went down to uh, Phoenix to the uh, Trey Kennedy show. There's some podcast news here. Yeah, some some podcast inception, if you will. Right. So, he's Trey Kennedy's on tour, 
the Grew Up Tour uh, with his opener, Jake Triplett, who also has the Ghost Runners podcast. Nice. So I went to them, got to meet Trey ahead of the, ahead of the show. Had what a, did he say? You know, it was, you know, your typical meet and greet. He was. He didn't know, walk up to you and say, hey, Trey, what's up? So he introduced himself as Trey, but okay. now that I'm thinking about it, he might have just said he might have put his hand out and said Trey, that knowing that maybe it, is what happened. I think that that might be what happened. Um, that that he knew who I was, and so he wanted to to introduce me to him, right? Which I mean, they they knew I was coming. No, so I got to talk to him a little bit about how you know we both are named Trey for the same reasons. And, uh, yeah, no, he was, he was super cool. Uh, really enjoyed his show and then got to meet his opener, Jake Triplett after the show, who I was maybe more nervous to meet just because I, I am a huge fan of his work. And so what was it? Was it a live podcast that you went to? Is no, that no. what the show was? Straight was comedy show. Oh, okay. Stand up. Yeah. Cause straight. I've been to live. Have you ever been to live podcast? I haven't, but it's my goal to go see both of these guys yeah, do their live it's, podcast. It's pretty fun. It's, but I think I'd rather go to stand up if they do stand up myself. No, and their stand up show was great. That's cool. So, just for our listeners out here, there's a very famous podcaster named Jake Triplett who knows that this podcast exists. Hey, Jake. <laughs> Shout out. Jake, if you're listening to this, I really appreciate you. Um, I freaked out in the moment and just, oh, I have a podcast. You inspired me to podcast, and I was never more embarrassed in my entire life. And my mom caught me stripping in my singlet to my guy friends. <laughs> so, I mean, that should tell you about my level of embarrassment there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Great weekend. That That is pretty cool. That sounds like fun. Pretty soon we'll be doing our stand-up show and, and people will come to us to do meet and greets. And... I've been looking at venues. Yeah, no, and, and we're yeah, looking at Tom. Madison Square Garden looked like. It was possibly open, but I don't know if we can fill it up by November. No, I, I was actually, our tour manager told us the opposite, that it was already too full. Oh. That they didn't think that, that uh, the Madison Square Garden was going to be big enough. Oh, right, right. That's right. So uh, we might be flying somewhere to the Middle East where they have those ginormous venues. Or maybe even to the Las Vegas Sphere. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. But, uh, all right, let's uh, get into our notes here just a little bit, see what's going on if i can find my my phone where it went and for our listeners if you hear this hum i really apologize i don't know what's yeah, going I don't know on what that is i think it'll go away give it like yeah a few seconds here it should but uh yeah let me get into my notes here oh i see what maybe isn't happening yeah Did that go off right there no, no, it's still going, but that's okay. Right. Let's uh, let's push on, and we'll we'll see if it goes away. <clears throat> so let's discuss what we're good at, and I want we're good at. I want to emphasize oh. that we're we're extremely talented, and so we could say everything, but I don't I don't want to overgeneralize or or even make our listeners feel bad. What Be- we're good at, but yeah, I didn't know this pre-planned list, people. No, no, we're let's just do one. Let's just oh, do one. Okay. We won't we won't do a list. Okay, good, because that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm good at podcasting. No, that's for sure. Okay. For sure. Uh, I'm going to go with mine here, though. I have this great ability to... Well, let me set the scene first. 
my wife and I are currently going through the IMDb top 250 movies list yeah. and trying to watch them all. And Which is something I would love to do. Not, not so much you, I don't know. So that's where I'm getting with this. Okay. If I know you, <laughs> I figured. Well, and you do, and our <laughs> listeners do. So they I have probably... met, I met you. Yeah. I met you. And Before th- the show, even. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Well, sorry that I didn't. Uh, I don't remember our previous uh, encounters. So my wife is very open-minded and has a very different taste in music than I do. In music, in movies, I apologize. In movies and TV shows, she's into a lot of things that I'm not into, and vice versa. And so she is very open to just going through that list and essentially just scrolling and then putting her finger down and just like, all right, that's the movie we're going to watch. Or just scrolling through any of the streaming services that are out there at this point and just, oh, that movie looks good. Let's watch it. I have this phenomenal ability that every time she picks a movie or a TV show that she wants to watch that she thinks will enjoy, I will just absolutely complain and tell her how terrible of a choice this movie is. Right. I'll sit there and watch it with her. And by the end, I loved it more than she did. Which Every recently time. was, if I remember right, did you see Shawshank or not? Shawshank was definitely one of those. So Trey has had never seen Shawshank Redemption, people. I mean, I was so jealous of the idea of being able to see Shawshank, you know, for the first time. I think I've seen Shawshank, I don't know, maybe around, not a ton of times, but probably around at least 20. And it's good. Great movie. Um, another one of that was uh, Pulp Fiction. Probably my favorite movie of all time. I don't know if I told you that. Uh, you didn't, my but... Fav- probably my favorite. That or Fargo. But I will agree that um, Pulp Fiction is probably in my top five all time now. Did you love it? I, I loved that movie. John Travolta, as much as... I mean, don't get me wrong, Samuel Jackson's awesome in it. But Samuel L. Jackson's awesome in most everything, especially anything Tarantino. For sure. But Travolta in that movie, like, he completely surprised everybody. He'd come from, what, Saturday Night Fever and stuff. I mean, Greece. Then he didn't really have a name to him. Tarantino completely revived his career. Yeah. No, and great movie. Great, great movie. I love it. Now, let's talk about my uh, level of awareness in the pop culture community. Okay. So, we watched Pulp Fiction, and then, oh, what was that other Bruce Willis movie that we watched? Oh, uh, Sixth Sense. Not Sixth Sense. It's another one that's on that list, and I can't... Wait, Bruce, Bruce Willis? So, Pulp Fiction... Wasn't Fargo. Was it kind of a action-type yeah. Bruce Willis type yes. of movie? It was like... like uh, like Total Recall or something? No, oh, no. Wait, that's, um, not, that's, our, that's Die Hard. There we die go. Hard. That's die what I, Hard. That's what I meant to say. So we watched Die Hard the other night. All right, so I've never seen Die Hard. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Is that the one they say is a Christmas movie or whatever? It takes place around Christmas, so I think it's yep. considered I know. a Christmas movie. It's just one of those movies I've never seen. I don't know why. Great movie. Yeah? Did you love it? Great, great movie. No, so we're watching that movie, and I'm thinking to myself, like, Really, he hasn't been in a whole lot recently. Well, yeah. Oh, there you go. I see. So that's where I'm oh, going with oh, okay. this. I'm like, I haven't noticed, like, or like, I've no, I'm noticing that Bruce Willis hasn't been in anything recently, and he's a great actor. Right. Like these movies are great. And Tally looks at me, and she's like, 
well, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, what? Right. And so I had to do some Googling, and I realized I did know that. I just didn't remember. Oh. Well, like, that I, he's heard gotten that. that much worse really quickly. Yes. He's, yeah, he's definitely struggling now. But T- Tally's been in the hotel of – well, she, she stayed in that hotel quite a few times – of – uh, die Hard uh, in L.A., downtown oh, really? L.A., off of Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, she failed to mention that, that, that to me when we were watching that movie. I'm sure she does not remember and probably doesn't think it's that cool. <laughs> that or she was just being extremely <laughs> modest. She was little when we went. <laughs> As little kids typically are, <laughs> modest. No. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's my that's my great talent is uh, – right. Always hating every selection my wife has ever made for a movie and then loving it more by the end than she does. That's a good talent to have. That's a, good, <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. It's a but, good talent to have. Were yeah. you born with it or do you think you worked your way into it? I mean, some people, was it nature, nurture? I was just about to say, let's, let's delve into the psychology <laughs> of all this. Nature versus nurture. Well, of course, having... Um, the parents that I had, George is trying to break in right now. So, listeners, I'm sorry if you just heard some scratching. But hey, George. Um, no. So having the parents that I had, uh-huh. um, I definitely think that they were a lot more open-minded. Uh-huh. And so it's almost like anti-nature. Anti-nature. Okay. Just because they would have been open-minded to watching those kinds of movies. All right. And in fact, I'm sure my parents. You know, I'm sure my dad before he died probably saw those movies and I'm sure my mom has seen almost all of those movies at least the older like classics because there's yeah. a few like Oppenheimer from this year made it in and I yeah. doubt my mother's seen Oppenheimer I haven't seen it either I but, haven't either but I'm looking forward to when it comes out I mean I like Bruce Willis stream. but I like Bruce Willis like I don't know I mean as bad as this is to say whatever I'm not a huge like action movie guy I'll admit it I am with some stuff but like not really on like I, I'm is it Rambo or is it uh let's just say Pulp Fiction I'm choosing Pulp Fiction something like that oh yeah yeah no I'm way more into comedies even rom-coms or like dramas over right, like a movie qu- like Rambo very quickly favorite comedy of all time I know mine I know mine go ahead mine's Groundhog Day Bill Murray great movie Dumb and Dumber without a doubt yeah mine's Groundhog Day or you know you always go or is it Dumb and Dumber or not Telly and I watched it the other night. Great, yeah. great movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. Uh, Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels, especially younger in their careers, man. That's got to be one of those movies, at least in America, that has been watched more. One of the movies that's been watched more than any other movie in like the last 30 years. Probably. Oh, for sure. Because everybody I know has seen that movie at least. At least once. At least once, if not 10 times. Oh, yeah. You know? I've watched it ten times yeah. in the last two years. See, there you go. Yeah, and you're younger too. Yes. You know? All right, um, Joe. Do you want to talk about your special talent? My special talent is I have a, I have no actual discernible talents that we have found so far in my 44 years, but. I can watch the Shawshank Redemption if that's a talent, since yours was about as weird. <laughs> yeah, you can watch Shawshank Redemption. That's a great talent to have. Oh, I can watch Shawshank and the part where uh, where they're on the roof and he and Andy gets some the be- the beers and all that. I can watch it and not kind of choke up. There, there's a the talent. Oh yeah, no, I cried. That's a cool. That's a cool uh, scene. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, Joe. Because I'm so manly, by the way. <laughs> if you're wondering who at this table is way more masculine, you don't even have to know anything about us. Just listen to the two voices. Yeah, just, <laughs> just listen to the, my voice. All right, Joe. <laughs> you have a story about drinking oh, um, no. a, a fluid that's All less right. than desirable. All right, I'm, I'll tell this story, but um, I was telling... That, by the way, did I ever tell you this story? No, this oh. will be my first time hearing it. All right, so... I, so far, the only people in my life that have heard this story that I know of are my wife, my kids, my sister Karen. I think that's it. I'm sure Karen heard about it when it happened because I probably texted her. I'm sure Lindsay heard about it when it happened because I texted her or called called them. I don't know. Other than that, the kids heard it when they got older. It's not. Don't worry. It's not like rated or <laughs> you don't have to be older to hear it. Okay, but it's, sure. but it's pretty gross. So I was driving, uh, and I was delivering. I was delivering, uh, and I was. I had. I remember we were up in Sholo. We transferred from the valley. I was in Sholo. I was quite new in Sholo. So, just a little secret for all you people out there. It's going to be pretty gross, but pretty much uh, most delivery people, not just. Not just my company, but most delivery people, they urinate in bottles. Just to let you know, uh, not always, but when you when you gotta go, you gotta go. When you don't have time, blah blah blah. You know, I I mean, I'm sure other people do it too. Don't oh yeah. You? Well, you know. I I worked for a company where I was driving around. I wasn't delivering anything, but I I had a company vehicle, and time is money. You know, right. you gotta work quick, and it happened from time to time. So there you go. Yeah. And like, it's funny. Any dude I know that, like, anyone I work with, wherever, they just go, uh-huh. But, like, Lindsay or anybody I know that hears that, they always shudder and go, that's so disgusting. So, I guess it's gross in some way. But I had, uh, I was delivering Sholo, and I was delivering uh, this area that that was kind of a lot of business. So, I was in a big hurry. I was new. I was trying to do my best. I didn't want to stop. So, I pissed in a bottle, and it was, like, a 44-ounce one, like a... Um, like a um, fountain drink. Anyway, got get got going working again. Not long at all. About ten minutes later, out of habit. You guys can all guess. Reach down, take a, not just drank it, but took an enormous swig. Like that's really the part that's the worst because. I took an enormous swig and I swallowed at the exact same time. Whenever I eat or drink food, I don't taste it in the very beginning when I put it in my mouth. It's a weird thing. I can also, this I'm sure it's a lot of people in this, but I can eat food and not taste it at all if I ever feel like you just, you know, have this little. But anyway, so yeah, took the swig, went down immediately that very millisecond, knew what happened leaned out my truck door that was open thank goodness puked everywhere and that's that's my that that's my talent that's my talent that is a great talent you asked me what my talent was i couldn't think of any (laughs) that is mm, that is good yeah oh my gosh (laughs) so trey tell me your drinking pee story (laughs) this isn't a drinking pee story but this is just so I was a little bit older when I learned that that boys could just pee like that. Uh-huh. 
you know, pee in a bottle, pee oh. in a corner, <laughs> that kind of thing. Gotcha. I grew up in a house full of women. Uh-huh. And so, like, to me, even, like, the idea of, like, peeing sitting down, right. very normal. Uh-huh. Still do it to this day, not to be too okay. over the top. But, All right. Like, I don't know, way more comfortable anyways. Yeah. But There you go. Yeah. Um, if, uh, but as a kid growing up, um, I just always thought you have to use the restroom. I mean, that's still good advice to live by. I'm, I'm not condoning just going anywhere. Right. Um, but yeah, no, please go, please go to a, a restroom. If, if it's at all fun, possible. do it. Just do it. Yeah, for sure. No. So for all stars, all star baseball, uh, my, my little league team where we start this game, the ref comes over and says, Hey, we've implemented a new rule. Kids on the team cannot leave the dugout. Once the game starts, um, like once the game starts until the game is over, you cannot leave unless it's an emergency. Right. The only way you're leaving this field during the game is on a stretcher is right. essentially what they were saying. And I remember we were playing on this field. The bathroom is 10 feet from the dugout. Uh, this kid who's on the bench, he's not even playing, has to go to the restroom, and he is dying. Uh-huh. And he just asks the coach, hey, like, I really need to use the restroom. Like, it's right there. They're not going to get mad. Right. I'm, not, I'm not going to sit with my family. I'm not trying to go to the other team's dugout and right. try to get secrets or anything. If if they want, they can escort me. I, I just need to use the restroom. So the coach is like, no. Not not willing to risk getting right. disqualified over something so silly, uh, and hands him a Gatorade bottle. And all of us are like, like an empty Gatorade bottle, and we're all like looking at our coach, like that doesn't solve the issue, that doesn't right. help. And he tells the kid, just go pee in the bottle in the corner of the dugout. All of you kids, like, come out of the dugout. That's a nutty coach. <laughs> yeah. But again, I, I also understand if like they're gonna threaten to disqualify you. Rules are rules. Rule, <laughs> rules are rules. And so, anyways, this kid, he, and I, I know this kid quite well. He's a cousin of mine, actually. But uh-huh. he pees in the Gatorade bottle. Um, however, that was his last time entering that dugout. <laughs> oh no! My aunt was like, "Nope, sorry," <laughs> and I don't blame her. Um, that was a, such a stupid rule. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, no, it was it was silly. That's insane. But that right there, that moment is when I learned, like, oh, you can go into a into a bottle and and it's somewhat clean, I guess, and it's not gonna spill everywhere. What a huge moment for you in your life. Yeah, and I was <laughs> I was pro- I was probably almost eleven or twelve. <laughs> I mean, like that late in life. Uh. I don't think we have a set age. We learn how to pee in bottles. <laughs> no, but... Maybe I wasn't until I began my occupation, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you were just in the warehouse one day. <laughs> um, But, yeah, that was definitely one of those crazy moments in life. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on from bathroom talk. As fun as that is. Yeah, we could get, keep going, though. Oh, definitely. Right. Let us know. Comment and subscribe. And like. Okay, along those veins, since we're already transitioning, I've checked the Tender Mercies podcast email uh-huh. every single day this week, and I've received emails from only one person. Oh, wow. Was it me? No. Okay, good. It wasn't even me. Oh. It was from Linktree, because I made a Linktree for our <laughs> Instagram. 
letting me know of all their different promotions and offers. Make sure you keep that email though. No, I it's still up. Yeah, and keep it like so we can always remember it. Well, it was I'm, the only email we ever got emailed. Okay. <laughs> well, I've gotten like six or seven from them at this point. But oh. they're the only person or the only entity that has emailed us. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, you are now legally obligated to email us. If you don't know what the email is, go to our Instagram. It'll also be in the show description or something like that. But Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah, I'll make sure to add it this time so that you guys can email us. Maybe that's why they didn't. They didn't know how to get to us. Oh, tender mercies. Tender mercies podcast at gmail.com, just in case you were wondering. Oh, tender mercies. Oh, tender mercies. Okay. Um, so some critiques from our first two episodes that we need to fix. Or not fix, but some, oh, okay. some corrections. I'm sure none have to do with me. Go no, on. none, actually. Okay. Um, so I introduced my family on the second episode. So I, I mentioned there's me, Trey. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Then there's Tally. We have our, our kid, Jack, who's nine months. And then I said, and then there's Carl, who's a year and nine months. <laughs> and left it at that. And to be quite honest, taking, taking as that was said, people are like, man, this guy does not like his first kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to offer a correction to that, Carl is our dog. <laughs> so, or really, really likes his dog because didn't even think of to say dog. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah, no, Carl is our golden doodle. He's black. He's quite a big dog, but sweetest dog in the world. Yeah, black born, golden doodle is pretty cool. Yeah, born on the same day as Jack, our, our son, just a year before. Irish <laughs> twins. I, yeah. So that's that's our family. Another correction, uh, Franklin Fitzgerald that wrote the Star Spangled <laughs> Banner during the Revolutionary War. Benjamin, by the way, I said. <laughs> so Francis Scott Key wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, we should. Well, it was a poem. We should have known that. That he wrote during the War of eighteen twelve. But I was going to ask you: Was he overlooking a battlefield or, or overlooking a battle from a boat? Because you had also said yes, that, okay, that was right. true. Dang it. Yeah, I no, that, that was true. funny if it was wrong. <laughs> Actually, now that I, now I now that I have to deal in absolutes, I'm oh. worried that it's not. But that's like very ingrained in my memory that he was on a boat. If it was from the back of his like Ford Mustang, it's fine too. Like <laughs> it's the same thing. That's that's a boat in my book. All right. Um, yeah, and then. All right, Joe. <clears throat> talk to me about your inability to do fractions. I cannot do fractions. And the your supermarket story about a lady asking for a third pound of All right. meat. So I, I'm terrible at math. Not only am I terrible at math, I do not really know how to do math. <laughs> and I was working in Oregon when I was, uh, I was like 18. I lived in Portland with my brother. And everyone loves this story. I don't know why. Because to me, I don't see anything wrong with it, but no. Uh, I'm terrible with uh, any type of math. Did not know fractions. We're talking to the point where, okay, yes, I did know half. But <laughs> that is about it. And so, like, I'm, these old ladies would walk up to me. I worked at the deli counter, and they go, like, a third? Give me a third pound of uh, whatever, you know. And so I'd start cutting it, and then I'd look at them. And I go, do like two or three slices. I go, is that about good? And then they, because I had no idea what they were saying. I literally didn't even know a third. But 
And they're looking up at the scene. They're going, what are you talking about? You just cut three quarters of a pound or whatever. <laughs> and so I had to go uh, I had to go home to my apartment with Jason and Chris. And Chris had to teach me that simple fraction. So there's a reason why I uh, deliver packages for a living, people. Because <laughs> there's good money in it. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll say that. Well, and, and people would be very upset if you delivered a third of their package. <laughs> well, if it happens, then Chris taught me wrong. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that question coming either. Trey's digging. Uh, yeah, no, that one that one came to you uh, or came to us through your brother that you lived with at oh, the time. okay. He asked right. me to ask you about it. I see that. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is a good tie-in, right? You You lived... In Oregon, when you were 18, you lived with your brother and his wife. 19, he, I think. Actually, 19. I was thinking about, yeah. Yeah. So you you lived with him while he was going to school there. Yep. And you just went back. Yep. And rumor has it that you were able to find some of your old stomping grounds. Yep. But it was just a complete coincidence. We, really? Yeah, it was actually crazy. We, Lindsay said, let's go look at Portland Temple. Went. It was closed. So went to the front, looked at the neighborhood around. Started driving not far at all. I think the next epi- uh, exit said Tualatin, which is a suburb uh, suburb I lived in. I can't speak. We so turned on that. All of a sudden, we were in Tualatin. We look over. I said, Lindsay, that's the apartments we used to live in. Sorry for the interruption here. We uh, lost some of our audio last night from the podcast all thanks to a new app that i was trying out last night to record our episode so uh we'll get back to it um where joe has now become a 14 year old girl all right so we're back really quick short little uh break um joe has turned into a 13 year old girl (laughs) i'm 14 14 she sounds like she's 13 in the earmuffs. But anyways, this is Kaya, the youngest of Joe and Lindsay's kids. That was a really funny joke that I told, that she was the youngest. Yeah. Did you guys get it? I thought it was really funny. Yeah, it was. Thank you. All right, Kaya. So. Yeah, so I was about to ask, what's it like going to school at 14 years old in 2023? Horrible. Horrible got an email from a teacher saying I can't focus too so who was the teacher um my social studies teacher well Kaya's social studies teacher if you're listening to this um I would appreciate you not sending her emails while she's trying to podcast so you bet you should probably find a better time to do that and we're podcasting just about 24 7 so if you have something to say you can save it for a parent teacher conference which I won't be attending so I don't care are you going to parent teacher conference? Dang it. You did last year. So Kaya's gonna have some representation at parent teacher conference. So Kaya, let me let me set you a little bit of the scene before we go into the net worth game. When I was in eighth grade, okay. Uh, iPhones, very new. Some kids had them, but not a whole lot. Um it was definitely more a time of the flip phones, the slide phones, and or just no phones, right? That was a little bit more my speed was the no phones. I got one, I think, like midway through the year or something like that. But, yeah, that was me going to eighth grade. 
we had boyfriends and girlfriends that we didn't text. <laughs> Nobody really had. I, I had a Facebook because my mom made one for me when I was in like fifth grade because I begged her to. Um, but like Instagram, I don't think anyone had Instagram. Uh, I don't think in eighth grade we had any idea what Twitter was. Yeah. Uh, be real, not real at the time. <laughs> yeah. You had threads, definitely not real then. <laughs> Snapchat was like, we knew that the the older kids were kind of dabbling in Snapchat, but it was kind of like drugs, don't do it, you know, that kind oh, of thing. I was going to say it was cool if you had Snapchat, but I guess not. Well, no, as, as we got older, that's what it became, but I was more, you know, when I was in eighth grade, it was like Snapchat is... Scary. It's scary. Yeah, you take a picture and then it disappears after 10 seconds. Where did it go? <laughs> We didn't know where it went. Into the We're pretty sure that China has them still. So if you ever want to get back an old Snapchat, China's probably got them. Oh, no. So tell me what it's like, okay, growing up with Be Real, growing up with Instagram, right? You know where your friends are at all times because, I mean, in my generation, it's just as bad because of the technology as well. In eighth grade, what's it like knowing where your friends are? I love Be Real, but it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Why is that? Like, now that you have the two ads, yeah. you know, and then people post to Be Real on time now, you can, like, see where exactly where they are. Yeah. Because, like, if you post something on Instagram, you took it a while back, right? Yep. Be Real is kind of scary. Just kidding, I love it. No, it's it's great, but, uh, no, definitely is scary. So, is it is it fun knowing that you get, you get on Be Real? And you know where your friends are. Um, Either A, you're with them, or B, wow, they're hanging out without me. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Because I know that when I look at it, I'm never hanging out with my friends. Emma doesn't have to be real, so I can't see where she is. <laughs> She's like my only friend. Hey, that's more friends than I've got. You have Holly and Jack. Yeah, those are built-in friends. And me. Oh, wait, I'm built-in with Tally. Yeah, that's right. But I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, let's get into the net worth game. Um, I believe that Tally does have a list of names for us. If not, I have a list. But uh, I'll uh, I'll pause the audio here and we'll get Joe back in. Kaya letting us know that she is happy to be off of the podcast. All right. Now we've got Joe back on the microphone. Back in his place. Thank you. Now that we have the perspective of what it's like to be 14... Let's try to guess what people who are not 14-year-old are making. Let's so, that segue. <laughs> so let's start with our first one, a guy who has every opportunity at his fingertips. All right. Quite literally. Okay. Um, however, because of his fingertips being on the wrong objects can get him in trouble. John Morant. Oh, jaw. Um, what do we think his net worth is? I think is? I know it. Really? I do. I think it's 45 mil. Okay. That's a little higher than what I was. I was going to say somewhere in the ballpark of 23. So this isn't like Price is Right if you go over, right? It's just whoever's closest. Yes. Whoever, whatever number is nearest. Okay. So, um, so wait, you said 23? Yeah, 23. How many years has he been in the league? Has he ever signed a new contract? Like, has he ever been a free agent? Um, I know that he's close. Like, I'm still going with 45 because of because of endorsements. He he yeah. he got real big real quick. Yes, he did. So tally, what is his net worth? Are his shoes popular real quick? Uh, he just did his first year of them. First time. All right. Yeah. I'm, so the jaw ones. 
I'll go ahead. He is estimated to be up to ma- eighty million dollars. Uh, like of endorsements and stuff, I guess. Yeah. Unless you got to look at this contract. Yeah. yeah, that is way higher than I thought. But good for you, Jaw. Good for you, Jaw and Joe. And Joe. Okay. This is a name that's been out there for a while. Okay. Um, this one, I'm going to be confused because I, I really don't know. Like, obviously, I know how big she was. I I just don't know how big she's been since. Okay. And how much that has affected her net worth. But we're going to go Britney Spears. Oh, okay. I You go first. Okay. I, I have an idea, though. Yeah. Britney Spears, I'm going to go $348 million. I don't think she's over 100 Really? I think she's worth, well, she's Britney Spears. With I just feel like there was probably so much money either through litigation and or her just blowing it and everything, but there, she couldn't blow that much. All right, I'm going to go 120 But you have to remember, she ran the fastest mile of all time. Of all time. She did? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. But I'm still going with 120. So, do you know that joke? No. Um, I'll look for it while or uh, after this segment. Okay. Um, she posted about her running, and or maybe it was like her 100 yard dash oh, or she something. Said it like seriously. Yeah, she posted right. that she ran this time, and it's like physically impossible for any human to run that fast. So like my speed. Yes. Okay. So. I said 348 million. I think you said 120. I'm going 120. Okay, Tally. I oh. was I was gonna go 75. Yeah, Joe was right. Not over 100 though. Well, you just feel like, what? I mean, we're acting like that's not very much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is pathetic how much money she has. It's all she has is 60 million. Wow. Can Could you imagine? Must yeah. Be embarrassing. Must be hard for her to live her life knowing that she's only worth 60 million. <laughs> All right, this one I know that you know, All so right. this will be more of a guess for me. That I literally know. I'm. What they believe? Okay. It's just somebody that I think you'll have a good idea. Okay. Ozzy. Ooh, Ozzy's gonna probably be worth less than most people think. Um, you gotta remember what's Ozzy done lately, and and they spend a lot of money, but. And he has done some stuff, but money making wise, Ozfest is done with. The albums he puts out with, I doubt make much money. He doesn't tour anymore, or it hasn't toured in a year. But he's probably done. I'm gonna say Ozzy's worth 225 million. That was pretty close to what I was gonna say. I was gonna say 200 million. 220. Wow. 220. Yeah. Right uh, you might want to explain. I am kind of the ultimate nerd Ozzy fan, but I didn't actually. It's not like I had read that or anything, so we're all very proud of me right now. <laughs> that was but that was still quite very a com- impressive. Quite an accomplishment. All right. Yeah, I don't know fractions, but I almost know Aussie's <laughs> net worth to the penny. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I would be surprised if uh if it wasn't fractions, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um per year, what is what is his net worth? I want to see that in fraction form. <laughs> all right, Marshall Mathers. All right. M's going to be worth a lot of money, I think. He's got 50 cent that he still makes money off of. Uh, I think he's out of the Dr. Dre business when it comes to paying him. I don't know if that's true or not. but I I think, but 
we could look that up. He he owns his own uh his own record company. Record company. I'm gonna say that Eminem's worth four hundred million. That's lower than I thought. I was gonna go uh like six fifty. Really? That surprises me. That surprises me too. But I guess he's just I guess you gotta figure well, I was gonna say one genre that's but that that's the biggest genre out there. I mean, yeah. who's who's the biggest who's who Jay Z, right? Or yeah. Beyonce. There <laughs> that surprises me that he's only worth that. Only yeah. yet again. Yeah, can you believe that? Lame. Kind of the not to uh get too political, but the Kanye and Kim clip of you know, Kim going, like, can you believe I've never or can you believe that we don't have a jacuzzi, Kanye? believe we don't have a jacuzzi but i don't think i ever saw that clip very funny i'll show it to you afterwards <laughs> okay oh i didn't even notice that that was our next person kanye Ooh, kanye network which is tanked that's a good one. i think i have an idea okay i think I'll, i've seen it recently well i'll say this i i looked up his net worth like after some of the stuff like Yeezy yes hold and stuff yes we so really sorry really quick no we play we played this we played this game as a family all the time. Yeah. And so this was a name that we do. We we actually did play this. Yeah. But uh, with I him. mean within the last year and a half or No, so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think we played it within the last year and a half. Yeah. And we did it in honor of all of his good contracts <laughs> negotiations that he had. I would say that he is worth more than a lot of people would think. I bet a lot of people think that Kanye's worth like a hundred million dollars now because but you gotta remember, he was worth two billion dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna say he's worth a billion. Wasn't it? I, I, one point nine six billion. Wow, I was off. So there. That's, he, that's dipped a lot more because of Yeezy. Oh yeah, so he was worth over two billion. He's lost one point six billion. Whoa, I was way off on that. Because so I no I <laughs> I think maybe the last time we played this he was still approximately worth that much. Yeah. And I think now that it's been you know I'm a, just a while. I sort of. I mean, it shows you how much did he really have or what how like how much money was really just invested in his own career and like you see what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, the man has a lot of money. But I, I'd say Kanye doesn't have a chance to make that back. No. Not not back what he had originally had. He just uh, – I, I would think not. No, and I, I don't think that he has any sort of, like, meaningful career ahead of him at this point. I think a I lot mean, of – probably not because most of those guys – I don't know. Will most of those hip-hop guys work with him? I don't know. He's kind of a brilliant musician. No, 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 I think he's pretty much yeah, out. I think you're right. And this cut in the podcast is brought to you by Joe and Trey, as we chose some faulty software to record this podcast. So enjoy what's left. As long as we're going into this, you know what else is... A song I probably caught on late, but that that uh, cover by The Weeknd of John Lennon's uh, Jealous Guy. That's I have a, not heard that. That's a great cover. I love that John Lennon song, by the way. Okay. And, and so I would be picky on that when it comes to a cover, but it, it's great. I, I dug it.
I like the weekend though. All right, Joe. So he, this is a good segue into an impromptu segment. Okay. Let's talk the Beatles since we're talking John Lennon. Okay. Let's talk the Beatles. All right. <clears throat> who? Not your favorite. Okay. I, I want to specify this right now. Not who is your favorite Beatle, but which Beatle out of the four do you identify with the most? Ooh, identify with. Um, I'd like to say George Harrison because he was all about God and stuff. But I'm not that. Pro- I'm not that good. I'm not that spiritual. So I mean, I am, but you know, I, I, um, uh, McCartney. It's got to be McCartney. Lennon. I, I'm sorry, but he was a terrible father. Terrible to Julian. He was an okay father to Sean. He pretty much gave up his kid because it wasn't Yoko's kid. And that kid oh, wow. also was raised poor throughout his life while John Lennon was rich. That's terrible. But he made up with them later in life. Um, I like McCartney because I think he's, out of all of them, the best musician, which I really do believe that. And But I like, but I got to say, I like George Harrison's solo stuff the most. I'm going to give you George Harrison only just because I want Paul McCartney. Okay. And that's just because he's yours. I play the bass guitar. There you go. Kind of. But I could go for a while on this one. I like the Beatles a lot. And I like I like all their solo work. Ringo not so much. But Ringo sounds the most like the Beatles if you think about it. Especially the early Beatles. Yes. Which is cool and everything. But... I mean, I've been actually listening to a lot of John Lennon solo lately, which is the only reason I even came across The Weeknd. And I go back and forth with all of it. But I noticed something about John Lennon, for all you Beatles fans out there, anyone that really pay attention, tell me if you know, it says John Lennon constantly sings about sleeping and being tired and dreaming, both between the Beatles and his solo career. That's all. That's a very interesting uh, I'm going to start answering or, or ending all my little things. But that's all. That's all. <laughs> that's an interesting little tidbit. Have it ever. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm just sitting here watching the wheel. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, that was God blessing your ears through Joe Lyman. Yes. I mean, it sounded like Lennon, I know. Yeah, but believe it or not, that wasn't him. But it was Because John Lennon, unfortunately, is not in the podcast studio today. Or really anywhere walking the earth. Or has my vocal range. And he does not have the vocal range that Joe has. Thank you. So we'll kind of start to bring this to a close. We're uh, nearing an hour. So we did it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who told me? Karen suggested between 30 and 45. She thought 30 and 45 was good. Sorry, Karen. Oh, shout out to Karen Hatch. I don't think we ever shouted her out before. No, we didn't. Or wait, she didn't suggest that. Never mind. She may or may not have, but if she did, I apologize. I'll have to pull up my old text. Yeah, pull up the criticisms. Pull Um, up the critiques. Shout out to Karen. Shout out, Karen. LeBaron. Um, We appreciate you, Karen, listening. Karen, any shout out? Or Tally, any shout outs? Go ahead. Even if you want to shout out Dua Lipa, whatever. (laughs) Tally shouts out, gives a shout out to Dua Lipa, so... Philippa, we know you're listening. If you want to go ahead and write us a, uh, a like a theme song for this. Also, check. tag us again. That was cool when you tagged us last time. Thanks, Dua. <laughs> Thanks, Dua. I like calling her Dua because Dua Lipa sounds right, but Dua. Dua sounds weird. <laughs> Thanks, Dua. <laughs> Thanks, Dua. Sounds like I'm talking to like a dude. Yeah. 
Um, and I'll uh, I'll end this by giving a shout out to the other two coworkers of mine that listened to this and gave me critiques, uh, Patrick Kermont and Hannah Hughes, on letting me know the things that I can improve on being a podcaster, which there's not many. I, I think I probably right. pretty much disregarded what they had to say. Right. But the fact that they had the audacity to speak to someone on my level right. about my abilities, I I just thought I I do not believe for a second the things you said to me, but I respect it because keep, keep him humble, guys. Oh, it didn't humble me. In fact it just put me up higher. All that right. they that they would come to me trying to drag me down and I just I rise above the okay. challenge. So Anyways, cool. Later, Lobos. Later, Lobos.